This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. I'm Marshall Davis. Jesus was awake to the truth of his own nature and the nature of the universe and he lived out of that awareness. And I don't think that anyone who is spiritually minded, Christian or not, would disagree with that statement, although Christians and people of other faiths might interpret that a bit differently. When and how did Jesus become aware of who he was? In other words, when did Jesus wake up? Now, Buddhism talks a lot about the awakening of the Buddha. In fact, the title Buddha means awakened one. His real name was Siddhartha Gautama, born in the warrior ruler caste in what is now Nepal. The central stories about the beginnings of Buddhism center on his awakening or his enlightenment. The stories of Christianity do not center on Jesus' awakening. They center on his death and resurrection. Yet, The awakening of Jesus is a very important part of the story of Jesus in the Gospels. All four of the canonical Gospels record it. That's twice as many as record the Christmas story about the events surrounding the birth of Jesus. But Christmas is a big deal and Christianity and his awakening is all but ignored. But the awakening, or we might call it the enlightenment of Jesus, is found in the story of Jesus being baptized by John the Baptist in the Jordan River. It is very important in the Gospel narrative, but it is not very important in the preaching of the Church. Now it's in the liturgical calendar called the Baptism of the Lord and it happens in in early January and churches and denominations that follow the lectionary will celebrate it but it's not emphasized. When was the last time you exchanged Baptism of the Lord presents or had family over for a Baptism of the Lord dinner? It clearly does not have the status of Easter or Christmas in church or or even non-religious holidays in the church like Thanksgiving or Mother's Day. Yet the status that the Gospel writers give Jesus' awakening experience make it clear that the early church thought it was very important, twice as important as Christmas, apparently. In fact, Jesus gets his title from it, just as Gautama got his. Jesus is called the Christ, which means the Anointed One. And this anointing happened at his baptism. He was anointed by God with the Spirit. Jesus' baptism experience is the equivalent of the Buddha's Bodhi tree experience. It was at that time that Jesus woke up to his true nature. Now he seems to have had intimations of his identity earlier in his life as the story of Jesus in the temple when he was 12 years old indicates, but he was not fully aware of his nature and identity until his baptism at the Jordan River. And it seems that after that, 
his understanding developed somewhat. It says that he, after that he went off by himself for 40 days of solitude in order to integrate this experience into his life. It was only after this that he began his ministry of sharing what he'd experienced, what he, she called the kingdom of God. So let's look at the accounts of Jesus' awakening. The Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all have a very similar third-person account of the event, obviously all obtained from the same source. The Gospel of John, on the other hand, purports to include the only first-hand account, described by John the Baptist, who is present and who baptized Jesus and witnessed the effect on him. All the biblical accounts are very symbolic. As we look at what the Gospels say, we have to be careful not to take the language literally. If we could go back in time in a time machine and video the baptism of Jesus, it is likely we would not see anything extraordinary. Same would be true of the Buddha's enlightenment under the Bodhi tree. These were interior spiritual experiences. None of the disciples of Jesus were present at his baptism. So we can assume that these accounts are based on reports that Jesus gave of his own experience, either that or John the Baptist. In any case, the Gospels describe the experience of Jesus using symbolic language. So what do the Gospel accounts say happened at the enlightenment of Jesus of Nazareth? First, they say that the heavens were opened. Now this is symbolic language, remember, is not describing the parting of the clouds and the sun shining through. This is describing an opening up to a spiritual reality. If Jesus is the one who originally related this, then he was describing some type of expansive awareness, a spiritual vastness, reality opening up to include everything, the heavens and the earth. And then it says that the Spirit of God descended like a dove and remained on him. Once again, this is not to be taken literally. We are not to think that a nearby bird flew over and landed on him. This is symbolism. The dove represents peace in Jewish tradition. We can trace this dove back to the dove released by Noah in the flood story, representing the beginning of the new world and the Spirit of God that was hovering, it says, like a bird, the same language, hovering like a bird over the face of the deep. In the opening of the book of Genesis and the creation story, it is no accident that there is water here also at the Jordan River. This description of Jesus' baptism is drawing upon the symbolic elements of the flood story and the creation story in Genesis. Now, water represents chaos and destruction in Jewish symbolism. The language of this baptism awakening symbolizes a new creation, a rebirth happening by the power of God. This is what Jesus talked about to Nicodemus a couple of chapters later in John's Gospel when he talks about being born anew or born of the Spirit or born of God or born from above. Jesus even talks about being born of water and the Spirit. In that famous conversation with Nicodemus, Jesus was talking about his own rebirth, awakening experience at his baptism. 
Jesus experienced a new reality that day at the Jordan River. He was a new person after his baptism, filled with the Spirit of God and filled with peace. From that time on, there was no more distinction in Jesus' awareness between himself and God, and this consciousness was permanent. It was not fluctuating and coming and going type of awareness. Once again, much like the Buddha's experience was a dramatic shift in consciousness. The baptism story in John's Gospel uh, communicates that by saying that the Spirit descended and remained upon him, never left. Jesus was dramatically and forever changed from that day forward. Now, as I said, after this baptism experience, there was a 40-day integration period, which once, once again, we are to take symbolically and not literally. It wasn't literally 40 days. It simply means that it took some time for Jesus to integrate this new sense of identity as the anointed one with his old sense of identity as a carpenter from Nazareth. There is a third element mentioned in all of the baptism accounts. They say that a voice from heaven declared him the beloved Son of God. Now once again, this is not a literal voice that could have been recorded. This was an inner revelation. Jesus was aware of himself as one with God. The term Son of God at that time meant divine. This was a shift in his identity from human to divine. He was awakening to his true nature, and it was accompanied, it says, with a sense of being beloved. It was accompanied by overwhelming divine love. Now this awareness, this sense of identity was an extraordinary thing for a person at that time and place. If Jesus had immediately gone out and started talking about himself as a beloved son of God, or talking about himself as divine, he knew it would get him killed very quickly for blasphemy, which is eventually exactly what happened. That is why the Gospels say that Jesus was so reluctant to talk about this openly. He knew it would get him killed if word got around. Here in the baptismal experience of Jesus, we have all the characteristics that spiritual traditions around the world describe as enlightenment or awakening or liberation or you can call it salvation or heaven or whatever word you want to call it. Jesus woke up to this reality and after a period of time of trying to make sense of it and trying to fit it into his Jewish religious tradition, he then began to proclaim it. It was his gospel, his good news. And the gospels all say that he preached one simple message. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent means literally to rethink. It refers to a transformation of consciousness. A completely different way of thinking and seeing. What Jesus was saying, in fact, was wake up. Change the way you think, the way you look and see things. The kingdom of God is at hand. 
at your fingertips, all around you. The kingdom of God is within you, he said. In your midst, you are within it. That was Jesus' message. It was about awakening to the kingdom of God. And that should be the central message of Christians today. It is my message. That is it for today. May you know what Jesus knew. And may you have the awareness that Jesus had. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Thank you.